Welcome everybody to our third podcast. Uh, this is Daniel, aka Danny G. What's up, y'all? It's your boy E Love. Hey Marcel. Uh, and today we're just gonna talk about just some random stuff that you know that's been going on for the week, I guess. But we really want to get into mental health, which is you know is coming up. We just really want to really put some detail and thought into it, just because I really think that it should it should be really yeah. detailed. Yeah, it definitely should. And if y'all if y'all know us we are goofy people and we've been sitting here for two hours trying to talk about mental health and can't stop laughing (laughs) (laughs) yeah like i know it's nothing you know to laugh about but it's just it's just hard i mean we we really want to we we really want to talk about it we do and it's it's just we we just goofy people and we just can't get past our intro so we just gonna we just gonna let it free flow today for y'all yeah today we're just gonna have just a random podcast just about what's been going on for the week and stuff like that so Do you have anything to put into the podcast, Mr. Sears? Um, not really, man. I was really trying to focus on this um the subject matter. Let's just get into it. I'm just I'm ready. <laughs> I'm like really just ready now because I know right, we can knock it out. Let's do it. Let's it, do it. Even let's if it's like it. thirty minutes, let's just get it out. Let's get it out the way out. Because we, we sure. really got shit to talk about. Sure. I mean, yeah. Because I, mean, I don't know what the fuck is going on this week. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah. All right. Let's Jay start Prince. it off. Let's start it off. Uh, let's talk about mental health. Let's go. Let's, let's go. go. Let's the whole mental health thing was uh, the passing of uh, the the famous uh, fashion designer Kate Spade. Yeah, was found dead in, found dead in her apartment. Mm-hmm. Suicide. Uh, is she related to David fuck. Spade? Is it is it like a actually yeah? Is she it like is. an official suicide? Like she it's really she suicide. really killed herself. She had a note and everything. Okay. Yeah. Is it his she had a note? Yeah, she had a note and she detailed why she you know was gonna commit you know committed suicide. Yeah. Was it? Was it? And I think it was. Wasn't it left for her daughter? I yeah, I was gonna so. say, was it left for somebody? How old was she? Fifty-five, right? Fifty-five, I believe. Fifty-five. So she, you said she's related to David Spade's brother, or her his yeah, sister. Yeah. She's the. Um, I think she's uh, David Spade's sister-in-law. Sister-in-law, definitely. Mm-hmm. That sucks. And uh, rumor was uh, that they just had a divorce, or was on the way of divorcing a couple of days beforehand or a week before. So, so sort of like you know. A lot of things just kind of breaking yeah, down. Everything. And a lot a of things was whole little on. meltdown. Is just, yeah, yeah. It's one uh, of those things where like you know money can't really buy you happiness. That's true because of, yeah, she's she's really known like a fashion designer, right? And she had like yeah. hundreds of stores. I think worldwide. she's worth two hundred million dollars herself. Really? Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But let's talk about st- statistics because you know suicide. Mm-hmm. What is what is what causes people to commit suicide? <laughs> Is it the is it depression? Is it anxiety? What what is it that? I think it's a little bit of everything. I feel like it's depression, um, anxiety, and just just not feeling good about yourself anymore. And it's just getting to that breaking point of where you say I can't deal with this anymore, mm-hmm. and you take your life. You mm-hmm. know, and that's 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 it's a hard thing to 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 fathom and think about. Yeah. Someone yeah. getting to that point where they they feel like they need to take their lives. And and I think the next level of that is it's just not taking your own life. It's taking, you know, other people's lives yeah. as well. Yeah. Which is one thing I, I'm i sure that they're not really thinking about at that moment, which I always claimed it to be very selfish. Yeah. You, you know, you going back to Kate Spade, she has this young daughter. You know, she had, you know, the, a host of family members. So um, very selfish on their part. But, you know, at the same time, um, you just want to. People feel lonely 
You mean selfish of just of killing themselves, of committing suicide? Killing themselves, you know, committing the suicide and not thinking of everyone else and on how mm-hmm. it would affect them. So why, what warning signs were missed? You know, she had to have some warning signs that she was feeling some, some type of way yeah. and she might have had a history of mental health, yeah. you know, problems in the past. So what was being missed either by the soon to be ex-husband, you know, family around her that they didn't see that this was coming? I, I don't think I don't think anything was missed. I would say ignored. Mm. You know, I don't really think that people took her serious or just in general, like somebody that it's it's going through something and just talks about, you know, doing this and that to themselves. I don't, people just don't take it seriously. Yeah, it's just like brush it off, like oh, they ain't, they're they're not that type of person. Exactly. They're not gonna do that. And then it gets to that point where they do it. You know what I mean? And then they just yeah. There's no warning about it. It's just like oh wow, like and and that's and that's. <clears throat> Sorry. But yeah, getting back to what you said, you know, it was just ignored. And that's what we as a society do with mental health. We just ignore it. We put it on the back burner. We act like it's not a problem. It's not there. It's something that just we can't see. So we just like, oh, there's no problem here. We ignore it way too much. And a big issue that I have, especially with our generation, I consider it the, the fake care. You know, Kate Spade passed away yesterday it was the shooting in houston at the high school about two three weeks ago and it's it's like i think our generation is real bad at it like we care about it we tweet it's like oh justice you know hashtag this or hashtag that and we're not taking action we're not we're, we're shedding light we're not not even really shedding light to the subject we're just like oh that's sad and then the next day we just get over it we go on about our lives Basically, but to be fair, I think that things happen way too often and back to back like that. that exactly, it, that it's hard just that to to support or you know one thing and not the other. That's true. But I feel like we should at least make an effort. You know, and I think it starts about with talking with your friends. You know, oh, definitely. If you if you feel like you're really close with somebody and you feel like you don't have anybody to talk to, mm-hmm. you know, talk to you know. If you've been knowing this person your whole life and you feel like there's somebody that you can trust, go talk to them. Yeah. Tell them how you've been feeling. Tell them what's been going on. Because maybe they're going through the same thing and like, oh, my God, we can we can bond on this. We can get help. You know? Yeah. Just, you know, you don't want to feel lonely. And all of these people, I'm pretty sure that they, they felt lonely those last couple of days. Watching the series on Netflix, The 13 Reasons Why the main character Hannah Baker her last few days was just dark and loneliness and twisted twisted and, and you know ignoring everything and then she suddenly just snaps yeah because they ignored it like you because, said yeah again they they ignore the situations that were going on or you know they think that their kid is having you know like an episode you know you know that's a that's a good another good topic you bring up there kids Mm-hmm. Because it's, this is where I feel like a lot of mental health issues start is with with kids, mm. and I don't think this is something that just you're twenty year twenty five years old and you just develop it. I think it develops over time over certain circumstances. Like I look at 
kids that are in sports or in honors programs and their parents push them a lot to be great and then it, it causes stress and depression a of, and a lot of pressure yeah a lot of pressure there you know and that mm. and they don't know how to deal with yeah. that sometimes and then they get to being an adult and it's coming from everywhere yep and it's like how do i deal with this like i never learned how to deal with it we don't have the tools in our schools to yeah. help children deal with it like wh- like why don't we start yeah. there should definitely start being a class we, oh yeah oh yeah stress management definitely needs to be a class like we need to we need to teach the young the young kids how to deal with their stress yeah because they don't yeah. they, and a lot of them don't know what it is yeah especially our generation with the whole the texting and we're it's not really the you know the physical bond like you like you guys aren't really here you know back then there wasn't no phones you know friends were talking to each other i'm sure if if we could find a poll i'm sure there's probably way less suicides back then but with now it's you know you have this facebook you're most of the time you're pretending to be someone that you're not so you think Facebook social media is a big part of that i think social media definitely has a a part of it i would say it's a lot easier to express your feelings towards that person even if it's good or bad yeah i mean i, I guess so. in the sense it would be the same like starting a rumor or whatever or posting something online Cyberbullying. Yeah, it's and it's so easily accessible. Like, we can you can go on Facebook or Twitter or Snapchat right now and be like, oh, this person is this, this, and that. Mm-hmm. And it's like you're not thinking about what that will do to that person. Yeah, like they're gonna see that. And now you have people emailing, texting, and calling them like, oh, you you're this and you did this and you did that. And that's where a lot of the suicides come from because yeah. they don't have to deal with that. Mm-hmm. There's this negative image that is portrayed of them. And now they're like, what am I going to do? I can't, I can't continue yeah. on. Like, I, can't, I can't come back to this school yeah. or this neighborhood or this town. Do you think it depends like where you live? Like what environment you're in? Sometimes I think that can definitely be the case. Let's I, say if you are in a bigger school or high school and everybody and their mom is just on Facebook, you have three, 4,000 friends and majority of those are like in your class you know i know that depression and mental health issues picks no race or whatever right definitely but do you think a certain race like it affects a certain race more you know i think we have to look at the percentage of the race because there is more there is more white people in our country so by total number there's gonna be more total number of white people that have mental health issues but if you look Mm -hmm. at the percentage of of the people in each race that have mental health issues, then I think that you get a you get a better a better graph of you know how it is and with which race it affects more. You know, um, with African Americans, sixteen percent of African Americans you know have some type of mental health problem. That's that's about seven million African Americans, mm-hmm. and looking at the broader of all pe- all Americans, one in, one in four adults have a mental health problem. That's crazy. So there's three of us in this room right now. Mm-hmm. You know, if there's a fourth, one of us would have a mental health issue. Wow. And it's, it's, it's crazy. And it's like, we don't talk about it. Because 
I don't want you to look at me differently or I don't want you to look at me differently. But it shouldn't be that. It should be like, look, y'all, I've been going through this. And, you know, I don't I don't know where I can go for help. Yeah. But I, I, I feel like you guys can help me where I can I can feel better about myself and get get the help that I need because I trust you guys. I think in our generation, there's like lack of communication. To me, I think I would feel a little bit embarrassed to talk about the situation. In an open setting? In an open setting or just in general to somebody. Yeah, mm. yeah I, I can understand that embarrassment factor because it's you're you're being vul- you're being vulnerable. And I'm that, being vulnerable. I'm being honest, and I don't know how that person would would react. Yeah, to whatever problem I'm going through, because it, it could go a, a different a whole bunch of different ways. They could tell you just to suck it up. It's life. Yep. Or they could say, you know, oh man, oh, yeah. I understand that. They can give you some good advice. You never know. You know, it's it's that unknown factor of of how they're going to react to how you what you're saying to them and you don't you don't want rejection us as humans we don't handle rejection good we don't support each other enough definitely don't we're so we're divided we are i div- feel like we're selfish yeah it's like yeah. we just care about ourselves and we, we are, don't support yeah. others we're definitely in a me generation when it comes to like personal stuff i mean we could talk about sports and stuff and support each other on yeah. topics like that but why can't we support each other in, when it comes to serious stuff it's just it's the it's the fear of being open it's the fear of like i said the fear of rejection the fear of not being accepted you you could be the top in high school you could be the the most popular kid and all this stuff and then you could go and say well i have i have depression i have anxiety and all this stuff and now people are going to look at you you know weird and if they don't understand it yeah, they're gonna be like that guy shows way too much emotion. Yeah, and that's another thing with the men, like they feel like they have to be tough. They feel like they can't have no weakness. They can't show any any type of emotion. Yeah. They have to be like, oh, I'm fine. Exactly. I'm good. Too many layers. Yeah, like too much pride. We 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 have to swallow our pride in that in that sense. You can't. If there's something that's going on with you, you you need to talk about it right away and not yeah. sit on it. Like, I'm blessed to have friends like you guys where I could just, you know, talk to you guys about a certain situation I'm going through. But then I think about other people that might not have other other friends to talk about, which, man, that that's <laughs> why be lonely. I think we do have a uh, advantage living in the United States. But, There's but so many resources, even even with li- even with living in the United States and with all the resources that we do have. A lot of them don't get used. There's there's probably. 30% of the people that have mental health uh, a mental health problem, they it goes untreated because either they don't know where to go or they're scared to go somewhere or they just don't want to. You know, so it's it's more of a we got to we have to break that stigma of this is not a bad thing. Yeah. yeah. We you, you can open up and talk about what's going on. And we can help you. Mm-hmm. Like all of us here, we're a friend to you. The people that are listening, we're a friend to you. We want this to be, after we post this podcast, we want this to be an open discussion. We don't want this just to stop when we're done talking. Yeah. Because this is something that, this is a conversation that needs to continue. This is a conversation that never ends, I think. Like there's yeah. always some input 
and something that we can do better as a human beings to help each other out. Yeah. Um, and we just want to say that it's okay yeah. to speak and to express your, your feelings and emotions, no matter what anybody says. Yeah, definitely. And, and look, I'll, I'll be one to admit on this podcast. I've, I've, I've battled a lot of mental health problems. I have anxiety, yep. depression, PTSD, and I was one of those. I didn't want help. I felt like, nah, I'm good. I can deal with this. I can manage. I can. I don't want nobody knowing this part of me. Mm-hmm. And it was something I hid for a long time. Yeah, like we want everybody to, to have the impression that we're doing good in life. Everything's going smooth. No problems at all. Yeah. And then you hit rock bottom. And then you hit rock bottom. And then it's just like, forget everybody. It's like, and then the people around you are like, what's going on? Like. I, like just last week we was just out hanging out now you ain't answering my calls you ain't answering my texts like what's going on like you have people that care like that what you need to do instead of saying oh nothing's wrong i'm just you know i'm just you know whatever instead of saying something like that you need to say look i had a bad week makes it a lot easier for you to open up to exactly because they, they they're, they're already asking yeah. they want to know what's going on you're not yourself they want you to they want you to open up you you gotta you gotta put trust in them. Open up. You gotta be open. Our generation has a hard time opening up. Yeah. And and it goes on with a lot. Of, there's a lot that goes into it. Either you know maybe you didn't have the best home life growing up. And there's a lot of factors that go into it. True. But you gotta be able to trust the people around you. If they are coming to you and wanting to help you and ask you questions, you gotta trust them. Because that's that can be the mat, that could be the difference between life and death for you. A great comedian Dave Chappelle was saying one of his uh, Netflix specials that we live in a generation with so much fake care and like what you were saying earlier, Danny, we don't know how to get over things. Mm-hmm. Like well, I'm sorry, we get over things a little bit too quickly. Yep. So many shootings, so like the one in Houston. That I don't think no one's talking about that anymore. Yeah, about like the students, about the shooter, mm-hmm. the situation, what are we going to do with these gun laws? You know, and there's one thing else I want to talk about with these school shootings. We got to stop making mental health a scapegoat for why they did what they did. Do you think people are just sick like that? I think I think if if you plan out something like that you are just sick and sadistic but would I mean, that I be can't. labeled mental health then well see the thing is it's it's an excuse because you look you look at it they say oh he he had mental health problems or and it's it's to, it's an excuse to say we don't need gun control laws you know that's what their excuse they're making oh he he had mental problems but if you if you look at it if if someone has if, if someone really has a mental health issue do you want them having any type of weapon? Do you think when they label somebody that they have a mental health issue, does it matter what race they are? No. 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 Because if you see when when white kids shoot up a school, what do they say? They have a mental illness. Yeah. And when a so let's say a black kid shoots up a school. Mm-hmm. What was, do you think they would label them as? A thug. Yeah. Would, quickly a thug. Yeah. Or if, if it was a... a They're not going to... A Somalian, they were a terrorist. Yeah. So, not, so 
and even even the Mexican, they would like it's an illegal. You know, it's it was there's just general generalizations. This the if it was a Mexican, they could they could be illegal. They could be illegal citizen of this country, but they mm-hmm. would right away the the trolls and. The the, yeah. the the power out there exactly. would say, oh, yeah. he was somebody that was illegal. Yeah. Oh, his father's from this place and that place. But with white America, they're quick to bring up the, oh, he was, he averaged a you know three point seven GPA and he, he was on the football team and three schools. He was a good exactly. Kid. He was a good kid. He was a good kid. Um, I, we we never thought he would do anything like this. So it does, it does depend what race you are. Yeah, if you know, with putting it like that, yes. But me personally, I still label all of that a mental illness let's say he is crazy or she is crazy wouldn't that wouldn't you label that as a mental illness to me it's it's hard because you you're using it as an like i said you're using it as an excuse You're, you're giving them a cop out for for why and kids are kids kids are smarter than what we think you know, they, there's a part of them that knows that right from wrong and can say, oh, you know what? I don't care. I'm going to just go do this because they bullied me or or she she rejected me. I was trying to go out on a date with her and she said no. Like this person could not have any mental health issues. They could just get off on doing some stuff like this. But, but it, look at the Las Vegas shooter. No I, feel, I, I, I get that, but if that person's, you know, getting off on this or, oh, you know, he's have this thing with guns and stuff, I, I would still label that a mental illness. Not trying to use it as a scapegoat. And I, I am a firm believer in this gun control, what, what we're trying to pass through. Then why are the 2A people so against this gun control, if it's if it's such a big problem, it, guns are more easily accessible than anything that I've seen. You can you, can go, like, you can go down the street, oh, pass yeah. a background check, it's wait like three days. A, it's like renting a movie. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> go to the nearest drug dealer. You got you exactly. Like mm-hmm. like why not put a stricter laws out there? Say you know what, if you have mental health issues, I'm sorry. You can't get a gun. Oh, definitely. It's it's, yeah. it's 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 just safety for you and other people. I could see if you if if you have a clean bill of health. Yeah, whatever. Go get a gun. If that's if that's what you if that's what you want to do, that's your prerogative. I don't care. But if you're somebody that has mental health issues or has um, like domestic mm. violence past or you know just have violent offenses in your past, there's no way you should have access to a gun at all. So with this gun law, it would definitely be the beginning of preventing these mass murders and these shootings Mm -hmm. and, you know, hopefully lowering the level Mm -hmm. of these things. So um, going back to the police academy, I feel like they should definitely start doing a monthly mental mental illness check, Mm -hmm. maybe three, four times a year. I feel they should have like more training, definitely more, and put them in different scenarios and see how they would react. Yeah, but the you know sometimes sometimes you could pass with flying colors, you know, but you actually get put in that situation. You smell the smells. You you 
you see, you just, you see something different. You, you didn't expect to see it. Yeah. You're just like, exactly. What, who would do something like this? And that's why I highly suggest not just a yearly checkup. Oh, you know, a random, oh, let's, you know, officer Johnson, let's come in the, come in the office real quick. You know, let's take a little test monthly, like. Yeah. Seriously, four or five times a year, because this, this, these shootings, these have to stop. Mm-hmm. And I want to get back to the kids. Like, I think parenting is key. I feel like certain parents are are way too easy on their kids nowadays. Well, I think, I think it's it's both. I think they're either way too easy on their kids, and they're way, and there's parents that are way too hard. We need to find that middle ground. Yep. Where you want them to be successful, mm-hmm. but you're not out here like them, the moms on these little fashion shows where yeah. they're going crazy. They, like the human, the human mind can only take so much stress, so much pressure, direct, so much pressure directed towards them. And, and, that's, and that's where I think they should have like programs and stuff for parents too, not just for kids. Because I think even the parents, sometimes they don't realize that they're pressuring their kids and they don't realize that they're turning their kids into something that they're not. Exactly. You know, you want you want to see your kid do good. You want to, in a sense, have a plan for them. But not every not every kid is going to follow that plan. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're going to experience things differently and do things differently than how you envision it, f- you know, for your children. Yeah. So you just got to respect that as long as they're not, you know, breaking the law or doing drugs, anything bad like that. Mm-hmm. You know, if they're just being a kid, you know, I don't want to I don't want to play football, dad. You know, is that just like, you know what? It's fine. Let's find something that you want to do that is constructive and won't get you in trouble. That's what that's what we need to. We need to be able to talk to our kids and not just say, do this, do this, do this, because that's that's going to push them away even more. Mm hmm. And on the nicer sides, parents, you guys got to stop being too friendly. First and foremost, you're not you're you're not their friend. They just know that they got to respect you. But there's also a respect there with with your child that. We have this good relationship, you know, we're not going to do any I'm not going to do anything on my end where it ruins it. You're not going to do anything on your end that ruins it. We're going to talk about everything. need to draw the line as well. Yeah. Yeah. Like I want, you know, I have two kids. I want them to be able to come to talk, to come and talk to me about anything. You know, I don't want them hiding things from me or feeling like they can't come talk to me about something because they're going back to what we said earlier, scared of the reaction. Yeah. But it's hard as a parent too, because you're just living your everyday life and you're not really thinking about your actions because your kid they they learn from you yeah on how you talk on how and how you do certain things so it's hard like i feel like if i'm doing something and being myself you know what i mean i'm not thinking that my kids looking at me and yeah learning from me especially if they're a good kid yeah it's taking I mean, a, a lot less pressure off the parents yeah. like okay he's good he got his friends he's he's working well with others and out yeah. outside in the world i mean not to say that i'm doing bad things yeah. You know what I mean? But just certain situations that you get put into that things happen and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I feel like parents should really 
there's a balance have have a balance yeah like it's cool that you know you're i guess you could say friends with your with your kid and Not stuff like friendly. that you don't want to be friends but you want to be your, yeah you don't want to be too too friendly yeah you're the parent be you're responsible parent. for that child that's right and what they do and how they um project themselves to the world it's tough I'm not saying it's, it's easy. Like, to me, I can't really think about me being in a situation in a couple of years mm-hmm. where, you know, talking about this now, how how, how I'm going to act. Like, I'm, I might feel that I did everything right and everything turned out wrong. Mm-hmm. And that's what I say that we should have programs for parents, because I could say that I know what to do, what to say. Um but that could be totally wrong for other people. So I got a question for for you guys. What would be your plan on changing the stigma and helping get mental health the 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 what's the word? Um, the attention. Attention. Yeah, the attention that it deserves. Like, what what would your what would your plan be, Eric? Well, going back to what Danny said with these parent programs, I think would be perfect with the parents having these programs, but as well as the kids, like it could be smaller, smaller families, bigger families, like workshops, parents and kids workshops, you know, you know, people in some of the viewers probably can say, Oh, well we got church, but even, you know, let's say it's not a religious family. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you guys have, if, if, if the program can have like, okay, we got, got toddlers over here and mm-hmm. we have you know we have uh, elementary and then we got the middle I, I really feel like that 12 13 14 year age span is very important it's key very key all right Danny what so. about you like they should have certain programs for these kids make it make it a lot easier for them to seek help and communicate with with an adult I mean I'm, you have friends and all that but you don't really you can get really good input in friends, but sometimes they don't give you an honest opinion. Yeah, I, and I definitely agree. And I'm going to school to be a psychologist. And one of what I want to do is be a school psychologist. Because growing up, I felt like we didn't have that, that support there. I want to be that support because I believe that all of our problems start when, we were, when, we're, when we're young. Mm-hmm. So I want to be able to get in these schools, help these kids. So they can get into their adult life already knowing how to manage what's going on with them, within themselves. Like we we that's where we gotta we gotta reach it. We gotta get it while we're young, or you're gonna be fifty, sixty years old going into into a program and still not knowing how to deal with what's going on within your own self. Yeah. Looking back at when we were in school, did we? Did we know about shootings and stuff like that going around? It was rare. It was rare at the at the time. I yeah. think. Yeah, especially at that time around 09, 2010. Only thing that we had in memory was the Columbine. It's sad to say, but that's what's trending now. Yeah, Any, shootings. Yeah. Shootings. It's basically anything negative. Anything negative. I've never seen the news put out. I mean, of course, that's the main thing about the news. Mm-hmm. It's putting tragedies and stuff but i want to see something good like some, yeah. something positive. positive and not just celebrating celebrities true so let's celebrate the everyday person that's true exactly 
the whole oh the the fireman who saved the family and the mm-hmm. the burning house. Let's or, let's celebrate communities. Yeah. Schools. Yeah. I didn't don't really care much about the, the royal weddings and all that. Yeah. But yeah. Personal regret. personal achievements. Yeah. Even if they're not famous, who cares? Yeah. Yeah, what Show I care some love. About, what I care about is what's going on in my community. Like, yeah. that's that's what that's what matters. I don't want it, I don't care what's happening, hundred thousand miles exactly. across the world. I want to know what's going on in my community. What's happening here? No, yep. that's it. That, that's all I want to know about. We don't yep. get that. We don't get that. I mean, we get a little glimpse, but then they cut straight yeah. to something else. And with our generation, I feel like. We are caring too much about the negative stuff. Yeah. Oh, when's the next negative thing's gonna happen? Or yeah. oh, these celebrities. Oh, what's going on in TMZ? When you know you haven't talked to your boy in like three, four weeks. Yeah. You know he's locked up in his you sure. know house. Yeah, you weren't about Kanye and whatever's going yeah, on. Yeah, you're too worried about Kanye and these albums. And but it's you like, ain't worried oh. about your your friend that you was cool with a couple yeah. years ago. <laughs> it's crazy. That is nuts. But yeah. And it's 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 we want to focus on the negatives so we can we can go on on the internet we can troll and and argue with people that's the main thing that we that we want to do is argue your opinion and my opinion are different so we're gonna argue about it yeah. I think what we crave is entertainment that's it that's it that is it's it. sad it's entertainment we just want to be entertained mm-hmm. and is that is that a mental health issue right there I think it is yeah. It's a big mental health. Hey, picking up your phone. What is the first thing most of us do when we wake up? Most of us, not like the the dads, whatever. I mean, I promise you that I, I will. I take a shit, but <laughs> I check the weather. But <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, like social media and apps and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. you want to see? You going to exactly. see? You on Facebook? You, you got your phone. Oh, I wonder if I got a hundred likes. Yeah. What are these a I mean, hundred likes going to do to you know your cousin? Who's just battling, you know, like your little younger cousin, yeah, that's, 13, yeah, that's 14 true. years old, battling, thinking about grabbing a gun or thinking about shooting up, you know? Yeah, that's true. I want to have like a, like, I want to go into a website yeah. or like an app where you can just get in contact with people. You know what I mean? Like put something out there. I mean, we have Twitter and stuff like that. But Twitter, I feel like it's becoming more of a news entertainment app. Entertainment, yeah, definitely entertainment. Um, and then Facebook is a joke now. Yeah, and Facebook is just like videos and stuff like that. It's just becoming like a like a YouTube with comments. You know what I mean? I basically, mean, it, yeah. That's what basically YouTube is too, but but with your friends. But you, you, yeah. So you're looking at something that I can go on this social media web, website and post, I'm feeling so-and-so type of way today. Mm-hmm. And then... You have people that are peop- not trolls, you know, people that you know and trust. Say, hey, yeah. what's going on? Let's talk about. It's gonna it. It's going to have censorship. Like, it's all positivity. Like, yeah, I'm going okay. through. I'm going through the exact same thing. Yeah. Like, I want to have something like that. I think it's up to us to, which is, I guess, the best thing about these social networks and these media is that we can control at least most of the time. You know, the type of friends or followers that would post that type of stuff you know you look at this i'm sure half of my facebook is negative but all those negative nancy's i'm not following you know we can still be friends but you know you you click that unfollow button you don't ever have to see them (laughs) so like shout out to all the people whose facebook and twitter is covered with weddings and uh positivity yeah just positivity man like we said i think mental health is a big problem in this country at the moment and 
communication is key. And um, before before we wrap it up, I wanted I want to know from our listeners, yeah, what what do you guys want our next topic to be? Like, if you guys have any 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 suggestions there, I'm my next idea is pro life versus pro choice. If you guys want to hear about that or talk about that, let before us know. we get into that, any listeners out there, if you have anything to say, if you're going through something, please. This is this is somewhere that is a safe spot when you're talking with us when you're here in yeah. the meds podcast this is a safe spot we love and we care no yeah. matter what you know we love and we care you guys are our friends yeah that's that's the main reason we started this podcast is to get yeah. in contact and communicate with you guys because i feel like we have a lot of friends that we really haven't communicated with for a long time and we don't know how they're doing what they're doing how they're feeling exactly if they're the same person if they changed and what events happened to them that made them change? Yeah, and and you can look you can look at our Twitter pages or our Facebook pages, and yep. it can seem oh they're the happiest person, everything's going great. That's true. But there could be so much darkness behind that. It's just yep. it's just something that yeah, they're yeah. portraying. It's the layers. Yeah, like you can break down those layers with us. Yeah, but thank thank you guys for listening to our third episode. Is it? Third episode. Third episode. Third episode. Um, those of, those of you who don't want to talk to us and don't have no one to talk to, you feel like suicide prevention lifeline one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. Once again, one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. There is somebody out there that you can talk to. Somebody doesn't have to be us. But anyways, thank you, <laughs> thank you for listening. Um, we hope to see you guys. On the next episode. We love you. We love you guys. Um, give us give us some ideas on what topics you guys want to hear. Um, give us some feedback. We, we want to hear feedback from you guys. That helps us out a lot. But anyways, thank you for listening. This is Danny G. This is E-Love. And Marcel. Deuces.